Talking It Out seeks to better connect our lives and the lives of others to God through the power of discussion. The spiritual pathway is often a crooked line, full of doubts, confusion, and setbacks. We believe that no matter where you are in your journey, you can always take the next step by listening to and discussing the Word. Talking It Out is conducted by those who are far from perfect in their knowledge and understanding of God, but seek to be better connected and inspired by God. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Talking It Out. Oh, I can't, I can't even say it the right way anymore. Talking It Out, um, T-A-L-K-I-N apostrophe it out, yes. O-U-T, out. And I'm Russ Philpot, and you are? I am Ann Silvis. Prove it. I almost forgot. What? <laughs> so I, I need proof. Proof. Yeah. Um. All right, I don't. Dude, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe. That, okay. was a, that was a momentum killer. <laughs> a little bit. Let's get back on track, dude. <laughs> we I almost are... forgot to pick up my microphone. I was just kind of sitting here like, la, 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 la. Now, that would have been a momentum killer, too. Yeah. All right. All right, let's start this over again. Hi, I'm Ann Silvis. And I'm Russ Philpott. And we are here to talk it out with you. Yeah, we're doing session four of Andy Stanley's series, If Money Talked. And I really, really liked the way that this one began because it had money in a therapy session. Yes, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Comedy speaks to me. In a way. Well, and therapy speaks to me in a way. Yes, like so that that he is able to comically you you know portray money and really get to the point that just that that's a well i think he did he got to the point very very clearly at the end and he said and i quote therapy works (laughs) (laughs) and for those who don't know i'm i'm a licensed professional counselor um in my other job and, and for those of you that don't know, I have several young ones that I'm constantly feeling like I'm giving ther- oh, therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have them start laying on the couch and just kind of folding their arms and uh-huh. talk it out. Yeah. You know what might add some <laughs> legitimacy to what you're saying to your children? Because sometimes kids, they just start, they start like glazing over when we give them really good wisdom and advice and feedback. You know what might help... Uh, make that more impactful what if you charge them a copay oh so every time they need mothered or mentored or like therapy therapized therapized i should charge them yeah because then they have some skin in the game okay so what should i charge them like a couple bucks yeah at least 20 20 bucks yeah i don't want you to cheapen my my uh profession You know, and and, and that goes along with kind of what we're talking about today. It's it's like the value of money. Yeah. See that segue? Very good. Thank you. Yeah. High five. That just came naturally. Um, and 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 the parable that they talk about is from Luke 16, um, Luke 12, 16 through 20. And they're talking about the rich man and that the ground that he had had a very, very abundant harvest. And he said, you know, he thought to himself and he, you know, what he came up with, his plan was, oh my gosh, I have so much. So I'm going to go build more barns and more storage and more that I can save. And then I'll have these, and and I'm really, really paraphrasing this. I'll have all these resources that will last for years and years and years. 
and I am just going to sit back, take it easy. And this is the other part I really loved. One, therapy works. And two is take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And it's almost like the American dream, as Andy points out. Yeah. You know, we read through that, and it kind of sounds like, hey, all right, that, that sounds great. I remember reading this parable for the first time years ago thinking well what's what's wrong with that like i it didn't even it makes a lot of sense it does it's the american dream yeah but it's not god's dream because god says what uh god said to him this is in 16 or 12 20 luke 12 20 god said to him you fool this very night your life will be demanded from you then who will get what you have prepared for yourself so the key words are what he has prepared for himself. Yeah. So his intention wasn't, you know, to save for others. It wasn't an others focus. Yeah. It was for himself. Well, I got to be honest with you because it's like there's so much of life that like I feel like I'll work really hard. I'll get the formula right. I'll hit cruise control. Yeah. And I'll sail off into the sunset and I am good. Sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Little Enya there. Yeah, yeah. I was I thinking um I was thinking you were gonna go sticks. Sail come come away. sail away. Take me is that it? Oh no, that's Christopher Cross. Another classic. Beautiful. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're Karaoke like, night next week. Oh yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll take care of the easy listening favorites. Okay. And you will do what? Um, Maybe some air supply. I had that on cassette tape. Did you really? The greatest and I listened hits? to it all. Air supply's greatest hits. Yes. It's like a white album. Yes. Oh, yeah. I listened yeah. to that all the time. I think I'm going to buy it. Yeah. What's weird is me and my buddies from high school were big, big fans of that. Really? Uh-huh. Really? And we did not have a romantic phone in our body. <laughs> you graduated when? <laughs> 91. Moving on. Yeah. Oh, you're a little bit older than me. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we're talking about sailing into the sunset with our uh, working hard. With our riches. Yeah. Right. That I, sounds amazing. And then God comes in and says, you fool. You fool. So, and, and, he's, and, and this really goes along with, and I guess with the last session, when Andy kind of said so much of what we can do with our mm-hmm. money, you know, like 80% of it and mm-hmm. four out of five things had to do with serving ourselves. Yeah. So where in that is giving to others, it's not in there. Yeah. And that's what he said in the last video uh, in session three, which I wanted to mention because it just meant so much. Actually it spoke really loud to me because we talk a lot about South Parkersburg church Um this kingdom living and, and participating yeah. in kingdom. And he says, you know, uh, references Matthew six thirty three. seek first the kingdom of God. Well, guess what folks, this is an other's first kingdom. So you're down here and yeah. God's, you know, God's kingdom is here on earth. This is an other's first kingdom by the way. Yeah. And so right so far in this, uh, verses in, uh, Luke 12 is we're seeing me first. It's, it's, it's so, and I have to admit, it is so ingrained in me. And I don't think I'm alone in that. In like, oh, how do I get myself and my family to a better position? Yeah. Now, family is others, but I think, I think we're talking bigger 
and outside of not 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 that you shouldn't take care of your family, but bigger yeah. than that. Yeah. In your community, your state, your world, your you know whatever. Right. Right. That's a big shift. I love it when you said that, though. It's like our our world is not really oriented towards. How did you say others? Give it's other, an others first kingdom. Others first. Thank you. That really spoke really big to me. Yeah. Like this is this is the playing field is that this is another's first kingdom. And if you're not on board, then you're not participating in, in God's kingdom. You know, that's easy for that me. That sounds harsh, but or or you know, yeah. maybe we should I mean nobody's gonna be perfect, but I think striving for that, trying to look for opportunities to to put others first, you know. I'm I you, you know if if this was a, a Sunday sermon I would be all on board with that mm -hmm. but I also know how quickly because that's not ingrained in my mindset yeah how quickly that fades as the week goes on yeah and, or or maybe uh, a, a few hours after church yeah <laughs> that's 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 really well that's not gonna be easy. No, it's definitely going to be, you have to be intentional about that time. You may see a lot of smoke coming out of my brain. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's going to grind some gears. But you're good to your peeps, right? I mean, you, you think of them and you. Yeah. Yeah. But to really live in an others first kind of world, that's, and and I guess you know, really what Andy and, and, and what, what the scripture might be saying here, it's like, what are you going to do with all that stuff? You know, and, and you had an interesting way to look at it. Let's fast forward, you know, in our, in, in, in our situation would be, you know, 30 years to say, okay, you've accumulated all of this. So, so what does that mean? What now are you gonna, what? Yeah. What did you do with that money? Yeah. Those finances that you were managing. So that's, that was the key thing right. too that Andy points out in the other episodes is you're, you're a manager, not an owner. Yeah. Remember the parable of the, the three men who's the, the servants, they had to give all that money that they accumulated for their master. They had to give it all back. Yeah. They weren't allowed to keep it. They were yeah. managing it. And so through this time at, 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 at the end of life towards the end of life, or maybe the end of our accumulation of, of certain riches and, and having worked for them and earned them, what, you know, what are we going to be able to say for how well we managed? And if this isn't others first kingdom, storing all that up for ourselves isn't going to really put us in, in, in good reward territory with God. Once, once we reach heaven. I agree right. With, I agree with that. And, and I was looking at, and, and I don't think I wrote this down right. Luke, Luke 12, 21. Yes. And I have it open here too. Would you read that? Yeah. So after the story, so uh, God says to him, you fool, then you will get what you, or then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? And 21 follows it up and says, this is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. So it's okay to have possessions and it's okay to have riches, but if you use them only toward yourself and store them up for yourself and not rich toward God, i.e. rich towards others, yeah. 
then what do you have to show for it? Just yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It it calls you out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It calls you out. Yeah. And I like to be called out sometimes. Sometimes I can't say all the time. Right. But when I'm learning from scripture and God's word, whenever I'm called out in a way like this, after I think it through and talk it out, you know, not yeah. to plug, but no, quite honestly, it's that flip. Like, wait a minute. You should think about it this way. It's so helpful to hear and like rich towards God. And when I think about it, it's like, what, what does God want for our lives and want us to do and what brings meaning to others and what brings meaning in God's eyes. And, and it's usually kind of a jolt and it's like, oh, I'm, I've been pointed in this direction and it's all been very self-serving. It's all been pretty selfish. You know, some of those things are important, but, but not to the extent that I have focus on that. And at the end of the day, and this was something when, when I went through a really hard time and a lot of things got kind of pulled out from underneath me, you know, my prayer was, God, what do you want from me? And where do you want me to invest my time, my energy, my resources, and how can I have the greatest impact for you and for other people? Yeah. And sometimes I still try to say that. Um, I, I probably need to do better at that. Yeah. It's saying like, oh, I have such a limited time here. What's going to bring the most value? And what's this really all about? Mm -hmm. You know, we and it's easy to say, he, you know, we, oh, you, you collect all these toys and whoever has the most toys wins. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we joke about that. But, you know, sometimes that's, that's what I do. Yeah, I think we all fall to that human, you know, desire for those things. Yeah, I think that's normal. I think he, which, which is why he probably talks about it so much in the Bible, because he knew that would be a struggle. Um, so, you know, I, it, again, this isn't Russ and I calling anybody out, but, it, or it's, it's, having that dialogue to, yeah. to help us sort through these things to do what Jesus would do or do, yeah. you know, or have riches towards God, store up the riches towards God instead yeah. of ourselves. And that doesn't happen overnight, but you know, when that does happen for you next, maybe you'll be paying attention to it. Yeah. And I know one thing that was really impactful for us, it was a couple of years ago when we went and we did the New York City Relief. Yeah. And it was right before Christmas time. And we, it's it's a mission that's, um, you know, feeds um, people who don't have resources in New York City. And so it was based in New Jersey, but you go out and you make the soup in the morning and you get the bread donations and the socks and the things like that. And you go out in the community and, and it's a regular ministry that they do. And it's, it was so impactful and it was, it, we felt, you know, such a gift that we could, we could be a part of that yeah. of serving others. Yeah. And it was like that brought so much value than more value than, than maybe the investment in extra Christmas presents or whatever. Yeah. Having more lavish here. Yeah that was a meaningful that still impacts us yeah 
So I'm thinking about maybe I need to do do more stuff like that. And it really does. It really does feel good. It does. It does. And, and he continues the conversation to talk about, you know, okay, so where should I give, you know, cause this is a conversation between, you know, if, if you're the only man, if you're the only person, or if, if you have a, a partner or your uh, spouse, what have you, you know, that uh, it's, Okay, so that conversation needs to be had, and you sit down and you you talk about okay, where is that going to go? You know, because you can't give to everything, you right? Can't save the guinea pigs all the time. <laughs> like oh, that. I, I did like this. Yeah, I like where you're going with this. That you you you. And so there's some tangible uh, plans of action, and and he Andy Stanley suggests that one you give from a grateful heart. So you think about what you've been grateful for in life, whether it's you know, uh, your church or, uh, maybe a foundation or, yeah. or, or something of a, like a school, a sports team. I, I don't know something that impacted your life that right. you're grateful for. Right. And then the second thing to, and, and you give before being asked, you actually, that he suggests that you just give a monthly, you know, according to that percentage mm -hmm. monthly, uh, payments, uh, and before being asked, and secondly, you give from a broken heart. So where does your heart break? Is it a homeless shelter? Is it a food pantry? Is it an adoption center? Is it something, you know, which or, or something that is serving a need that your heart would break for? Yeah. And I thought that was a really good guidance because I think a lot of times we're like, well, I don't know who to give to, so I'm not going to give. Yeah. You, you kind of get in that. It's like a Walmart shop of, um, things to give to and you're like i don't know yeah and 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 but have that prayer with god and say where where do you see my money going to yeah i thought that was really helpful for me to think about too and it's like where, where are you grateful for and then what's the other part that that the, the, the place that, you, that breaks your heart where in this world do you feel that that pain and and how good would it feel to contribute with something that you've invested to to get that money and 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 investing of your time and your energy and your money towards something that that you would feel good about contributing to um that where where you would hope that you would make a difference i mean that really fits in with that meaning part doesn't it yeah yeah i don't know if i should talk about my my I was, I was telling you about Schindler's List. It brought to mind that movie in where, um, oh, Oscar Schindler. I couldn't remember his first name before, but he was a wealthy business owner. And, yeah, you know, he employed uh, Jewish workers and, um, and he wasn't really invested in them. He was invested in having wealth and a lavish lifestyle. But then as, as the Holocaust came on and he saw what was happening to the Jews and being sent to concentration camps and he he invested his time energy and money to to buy their their freedom to to stay working for his company um so they wouldn't be sent away and one of the things at the very end of the movie they were showing is like he he was so feeling so bad and so guilty that he couldn't have done more to save one more life that he couldn't scrape up enough to to buy one more and yet so many people we're so grateful and indebted to him and, and thankful for him and his efforts. But I think about, it's like, Oh, he had, he had the, 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 the eat, drink and be merry. He could have taken it easy. 
and he, he gave everything that he had to, to invest in those people's lives. And when he diverted that focus, it was, he wanted even more of that. Yeah. It changed him in a way that that was the new way. And there was, that was the focus. Yeah. And that came from the heart. It wasn't out of guilt. Yeah. As we talked about before, it was out of um, gratefulness. Yeah. So at the end too, um, he says, if your money, if money talked, He said, what money would say in this episode, what you choose to do with me speaks volumes about who and whose you are. And it's just like, wow, let's let's really take a look at that and see see where our investment is. And what would it be like if we really flipped that script and really put God at the forefront and invited God in God's direction into, you know, where, where we invest? Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Very nice. Well, um, good point to wrap it up. I think so. Well, we enjoyed this series and um, we enjoyed talking it out. Yes, this finishes up uh, the fourth episode. Yeah. And uh, there was four out of four. Again, you can find... Uh, a workbook to go through this actually have more tangible activities yeah. uh, on Amazon. Uh, Andy Stanley's If Money Talked. And uh, we hope that this maybe got you you thinking more and, and talking more. And most importantly, strengthen that relationship with God so that you inviting him into every aspect of your life as you talk through the things that he... Um, has in store for you kind of oh yeah 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 again watching these things and getting the concepts are good take it to your family take it to your your spouse take it to your friends take it to your small group take it to your church take it to wherever talk about it and 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 see where it leads you and where you're feeling led um and 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 where that meaning is and let's be more intentional about that right on Right on. And as always, Anne. Peace out. Peace in. And all around. All right. Take care, everyone.